This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fetke. Many investors are wondering what the most worrisome near-term risks are in today's economy. Well, 25 of the nation's most informed professionals have offered some of their opinions in a survey by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. There are a number of risk factors that made the list, but unsurprisingly, inflation and the possibility of more rate hikes that could trigger a recession continue to be a top concern. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. The survey was taken a few weeks ago, from August 10th through October 4th. Among the people providing their opinions were brokers, analysts, academics, researchers, advisory professionals, and investment fund managers. Their responses indicate that persistent inflation and the Fed's monetary tightening policy is at the top of the list because there's a chance that further rate increases could trigger a recession. They're also worried about inflation expectations, in which our expectations about high inflation become a self-fulfilling prophecy, making it that much harder to get inflation back down to the Fed's 2% target. Following inflation concerns, they're worried about losses within the commercial real estate market. The high-rate environment is putting a lot of pressure on commercial real estate, with adjustable-rate loans coming due. Refinancing will require more expensive loans. If property values have declined, as they have for many office space buildings, it would be difficult to refinance a loan that was based on a higher valuation, especially at a much higher rate. Three-quarters of the survey participants listed inflation and CRE, that's commercial real estate, as the most worrisome near-term risks. About half of the responses cited banking stability. That's after the failure of three big banks last spring. The banking system has stabilized since then, but there's concern that CRE exposure could trigger a new round of stress on banks, especially smaller regional banks. They often provide loans for commercial properties, which put them at risk. Adding to the stress on banks is a weaker demand for office space and often lower valuations for those properties. The report says that a correction in office valuations combined with a mild recession could result in significant losses for a range of financial institutions with sizable exposures, including some regional and community banks and insurance companies. As reported by InsuranceJournal.com, large levels of unrealized losses were a major contributor to the stresses faced by banks, including Silicon Valley Bank, which was the first to fail last spring. The Insurance Journal reports that although the banking system has recovered from those failures, some smaller institutions still face funding pressures due to previous withdrawals. Many high-dollar accounts also remain uninsured over the FDIC maximum amount of $250,000, which represents a higher risk for future withdrawals. Also on their list of near-term risks are concerns about economic weakness in other countries like China. The strong U.S. dollar could put more pressure on Chinese assets and other financial markets in Asia and in Europe, which could trigger a global recession. They highlighted staggering amounts of public debt and deficits in the U.S. and internationally. Under-regulated banks were on the list, along with foreign divestment from U.S. assets, leverage buildup, and the Russian-Ukraine war. The survey was taken right before the war broke out between Israel and Palestinians in Gaza, so that won't be on the list. The full report has much more information. If you'd like to check it out, look for a link in the show notes at newsforinvestors.com. 
And while you're there, you might want to check out my webinar on my Q3 housing forecast. You'll find out how we've been able to navigate recessions for the past few decades. I'm Kathy Fetke. Thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.